Welcome to Local Ventures, a podcast where you get an inside look into local businesses in the greater Boston area with financial advisor, Ariel D'Angelo. Ariel sits down with local entrepreneurs and professionals to discuss their businesses, what's worked, what hasn't, and how they made it happen, and their favorite local spots. And now, here's your host, Ariel D'Angelo. Marky Randall is a special needs portrait photographer and also the mom of a medically complex child that is not always the easiest to photograph. Before she was a mom, she worked for years with people of all ages and disabilities, as well as their families. Capturing the beauty and the true spirit of disabled individuals is her specialty, and she knows what it takes to get you that shot that you always wanted. She believes that we all deserve to have beautiful portraits of of the ones we love, and her goal is to make sure that you do. Join me in welcoming Marcy Randall. Hello, Marcy, and thank you so much for joining us. I am very excited to have Sunshine Photography um, on our our podcast today and just talking about your business and learning a little bit about your background and how you got into this. So um, without further ado, can you just give a little bit of background on what Sunshine Photography is, who your clientele are, and how you got started in the business? Thank you. I am so happy to be here, and I really appreciate you having me on. Um, uh, my So Sunshine Photography is my business, and I named it that because my last name, well, my my last name growing up is Shine, um, and my friends all called me Sunshine. So I thought that was appropriate. I like to keep that going, even though I'm married with a new name now. And um, my niche is special needs photography. And uh, the way I got into that was I've been trying to build a photography business for a long time. Um, There's a lot of competition out there. And someone asked me once, what do you love to do the best? And I said, special needs school photos. And they said, well, then you can just start with that. And I thought, oh my gosh, that's a great idea. And the the reason I got there is um, in my past life, I worked in the special needs community with kids and adults of um, all various needs and disabilities and abilities. And uh, then I had a son who is medically complex. He's 15 now. He is um, completely dependent on us for everything. Um, But he does have an incredible smile and a very mischievous side to him. And um, just like any any kid, he smiles for other people, but not for mom. So he's my hardest my hardest photography subject, but that's okay because I know how to get the good ones anyway. <laughs> and the reason that I um, wanted to do school photos in particular, and I do more than that, I do all, I, I love um, photographing individuals with disabilities for um, a variety of reasons. Um, mainly because sometimes when people are difficult to photograph, they end up not having a lot of great photos of them. And that's not fair. They should There should still be a way to get beautiful images of them and capturing their true spirit and um, making that um, something you can keep looking back on. Um, my son came home with a school photo where he was literally in his wheelchair, head cocked all the way to the right on his shoulder and dead asleep. And I thought, that's the best you can do. That's not acceptable. 
that's that is really crappy. And I know school photos in general tend to be really bad. Um, but this was this was just not acceptable. And um, I said I can do so much better than this. And so I got in touch with his uh, school once he left public school and went started going to a um, collaborative right in Walpole. Um, and uh, I said to them, I really want to do your school photos. And um, they, like a lot of schools, were contracted with one of the volume photography companies. But COVID was actually good to me because they, the other company would not come for photos if they couldn't go inside the building. And when COVID first came out, you couldn't go in the building unless you were a student or staff. And I was like, well, so I'll do the math side. What's the big deal? So I have the flexibility and I'm comfortable with the population. And um, I, I it, it wasn't a big deal for me. I just, I just, you know, of course you do whatever you need to do. I'm, I'm used to doing that. I'm used to being flexible um, when I have a child who is so medically complex. Um, so I went and I did their photos and everybody was so thrilled and they were so happy with how relaxed it was and how much fun it was. And I had a great time and I love getting to know the kids and um, it's just kind of taken off from there. Yeah, I'm sure that depending on the individual, getting picture time, like it's a change in your daily routine, I'm sure it can be a quite stressful event um, for the students. Um, depending on who the photographer is as well. Definitely is. Um, and with anyone, special needs or, you know, typical disabilities, no disabilities, the a lot of people are uncomfortable in front of the camera. And the more comfortable you are as a subject and relaxed and at ease, the better your photos are going to come out. Um, so I work with the staff and they help me to, you know, prepare the kids and get each one one at a time ready for their photos whether it's you know bringing their favorite toy or giving them a little tickle or wiping the drool from their chin um and i move around and i get from every angle and i find out you know where's your favorite place do you want to sit on the chair here do you want to go on the swing do you want to take a walk around the building wherever they are happy is where they're going to give me um their truest self so I just I really like to be flexible like that and I feel like just you giving them some options and letting them take you on a little adventure it probably does bring them a lot of joy because uh they get a little bit of that uh, of input a little bit of control in the right. situation what's happening and they're not just being told once again okay sit here do this do that this exactly. is how it's done and of, yeah go ahead oh yeah it's, it's being done in a way that's authentic for their experience it is. And I, and I like that because I like the variety that I get. Um, I have some kids that absolutely love to be on the swing. Um, I had one kid that just went right to the playground structure and he climbed to the top and he looked, he, he the way he was standing um, against the rail, he looked like a GQ model. I was like, all right, this is perfect. So um, it's fun. I, I really like the variety I get. And um, it's not the same kid in the same pose with the same background like you typically see with school photos. Oh, God, yes. I have some <laughs> many a questionable school photo. 
I'm asking my my dad, I'm like, did you even brush my hair this day? What happened? <laughs> Why did we let me wear a... And then going back all the way to the early 90s, it's like the velvet dress and the socks with the the fringe on them, the lace trimmed white socks. <laughs> the really busy, bright backgrounds that they put up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it takes kind of takes away from the kid. So, yeah, 100%. Um, yeah. What do you feel like has been so far your biggest challenge moving into this niche? My biggest challenge is um, really building my um, building my clients. Um, I am I would say just this year I've really started to be seen, which is amazing. I've, I've finally, after so long, got people getting in touch with me and finding me and calling me and emailing me. And it's so exciting because that's, that's, that's a whole new world for me and I absolutely love it. Um, um, but then you still have, one of the things I really want to do is adults portraits um, for clients who live in group homes. Um, so I think it's really important to decorate their homes and you know, it's not just a house, make it a home. And when they see photos of themselves up on the wall, I think it'll just make them smile and make them happy and it makes the whole place warmer. Um, and everyone loves the idea, um, but it's hard to actually make it happen, whether it's um, red tape or, um, you know, a lot of people are not allowed to be photographed because they are wards of the state. Um, so it, it, it take, there's some hoops to jump through and um, I really have to go I can, I try to go through the um, the service providers. I can also go through parents. I have some friends who are parents of adult children with disabilities and they say, oh, we really want you to do this. We're going to try to see how we can make it work. So it's just, it's making it work. I love to do, um, you know, portraits the most, whether it's kids or adults, um, school photo style, camper, athlete, um, it's just, it, I, I like making each individual stand out. And I like, I want everybody to see what I see in them and what their family sees in them. Do you feel like you have um, some additional challenges with some of the equipment, like whether it be, um, you know, the deflectors or uh, flashes and um, even just the cameras itself? Um, I've had, you know, I, I have had to move my camera up as high, reach as high up in the air as I could because some, you know, I've had one or two people reaching for it just because they want to check it out. Um, if they're really interested in the camera, um, the nice thing about digital is I can show them. I'll say, you can't touch it, but I can show you the photo. Do you want to see? And a lot of times they really want to see the pictures. Um, so that's easy and that's how it's a nice way to, to engage them. Um, and there's, uh, you know, a few times that I have to turn off my flash because someone has epilepsy and um, it could be a trigger for a seizure and that's fine. Um, um, and that's, that's another thing about, you know, the flexibility is I can make sure we find a well-lit spot if I can't have the um, flash on or I find, I, I find another way to... Um, really get enough light on the person that I can. Um, so that's that's definitely some obstacles. I don't bring a lot of equipment just because it's too tempting 
for some kids to um, touch and get in the way or trip over something. Um, once in a while, when I do like a photo booth style of event, um, like I did prom photos for a school and um, I have one organization that has a lot of parties and they always have a photo booth with, um, you know, like the fun hats and the signs and sunglasses and stuff like that. And I do use one light for that with a light stand. So that's always tricky uh, to keep it out of the way. But the most part I travel, I try to travel really light. That's awesome. And how far do you travel? Um, when it's kind of your radius, I'm sure, especially with some of the responsibilities you have at home too. Okay. Uh, how, what is your kind of bubble that you go, go around? I, um, I'll, I'll go like within an hour with no problem. If it's an hour longer, I charge a little bit more for travel fee. Um, and it has to be, I, I don't, it's, it's, it would be tough to travel for one family for over an hour. Um, but for an organization that um, like wants me to do yearbook photos, for instance, where I'm photographing every student and every staff and I'm there for the full day, that's worth it because I'm, I'm busy all day and it makes it worth the drive. Yeah. What really, it really depends. And, you know, of course, if there's always going to be exceptions where I'll say, oh, of course I'll come to you. <laughs> And do you have, uh, I'm sure you also have like a bunch of local spots kind of stored up in your mind of sites. So when people are looking for, well, something like this, something like that, have you ever, uh, I'm sure you've got a whole list of places in your head. I do. And I actually have them um, in a document as well that I share when people are, you know, when their question is, where should we go? I've got um, lots of places in the Metro West and my area. I'm in Holliston. And so Metro West and then down towards Milford, Medfield, um, places like that, Um, Ashland, Hopkinton, beautiful, beautiful places around here. Um, And I've, I love discovering new places. If, if I have a family or an organization that is in an area that I'm not familiar with, then um, they help me find a place or I help them find a place. And um, I add it to my list, and I I have that. That's part of uh, part of what I share when I book um, a family for a photo shoot. When you're dealing with the family, do you feel like there's ever kind of some friction in, in how you you run your photo shoots with the parents and kind of what they think they have in their mind of how a photo shoot normally goes? That's a really good question. Um, that's part of the reason why I love doing this specialty because um, the expectations are different. And I know that because I'm one of those parents. I don't expect a typical formal portrait. I want to see something where someone looks at the photo and says, oh yeah, that's him. That's so her. and I've found that most parents of kids with disabilities feel the same way. It's so hard to capture, they, they, it's so hard to capture like a formal photo when they don't know how to smile, they don't know how, they can't make eye contact, 
or behaviorally, they're just not going to do it. Um, even my son, who is nonverbal and um, does not have a lot of control with his um, hands, still covers his face if he sees me coming at him with the gap. <laughs> so um, I think I think our expectations are different and our priorities are different. Um, and so I, I don't really have too much pushback. I always ask, do you want something that is a typically formal kind of portrait? And they might say yes. And I'll say, okay, we'll do our best. And they know if it's, they know if it's probably going to work or if it's not going to work. Yeah, that's true. So that's, that's helpful. Um, I, 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 I really want to please people. I don't want to disappoint people. And so that's why I do what I'm best at. Do you have a routine or a um, kind of process that you go through um, with somebody who's a little bit more camera shy? I do. I do. Um, I actually just developed um, a social story, which um, if people are not in the special ed arena, they may or may not know what that is. But it's um, it's like a visual. It could be printed or video of or a slideshow or anything of the different steps to show people what to expect. And it's basically called, you know, how to prepare your child for school photo day is the one that I just created. Um, and it's, I've got photos on there, like, you know, one of me, this is a photographer and she's holding a camera. This is what the camera looks like. Don't touch. Um, these are the lights that you might see. Make sure you um, put on your favorite outfit, you know, um, make sure you remember to brush your hair. And this is what it's going to, this this is what it's going to be like. So basically they can do a practice run through so they know what to expect when they get there. That's fantastic. I'm sure that is massively helpful um, for students going through that. I wish there's times even in high school or college that they gave, gave us more of a heads up on what we we're going to be doing. Yeah, it's hard for anyone when you're walking into any situation and don't know what to expect if you've never done it before. It's hard for all of us. So yeah, do that for graduations. I remember ours is just a hot mess. <laughs> They're like, which line are you in? Where are you supposed to be? Exactly. You need to practice. You need one, one, one run through. But, um, you know, for kids who need a little more help digesting all that and being prepared so that they don't have a meltdown or they don't get afraid, um, it's really important to make sure they're prepared. What do you think is one of the most important lessons that you've learned through this business? Um, I have learned about even more flexibility with everyone. Um, I've I've learned um, I've learned a lot about preparing myself for a photo shoot. I've um, when I when I book a family, the first thing I do is have like a thirty minute Zoom, and I have tons of questions. And I just want to learn all about their family, all about their child or the the individual who is disabled, um, so that I know what what to expect, and I'm prepared. I might I want to make sure I have the right equipment. I want to make sure I have the right props. Um, I want to think ahead about different possible poses. You know, are they in a wheelchair? Do they use a walker? Um, do they need support sitting up? 
you know, if they do, then um, I have, you know, like a big beanbag chair I can bring or, um, you know, there's ways to position them in between their siblings so that everybody is sitting up straight and I can get, you know, like a family photo that they'll be happy with. So I, I want to be super prepared. Um, and that's probably one of the biggest things that I've learned. And it's still a learning process because, you know, something new always pops up and I just go, oh, I should probably keep that in mind and ask that question for the next family. 100%. Do you feel like also the experience that you've gained through um, working with people who maybe aren't as comfortable in front of a camera um, that have uh, more of these medical or neuro disabilities has also helped you with just your regular old family photo because I know that there's definitely a lot of people, even in my own family, who aren't exactly the most comfortable in front of the camera. Um. (laughs) A lot of anxiety. Um, There's a lot of anxiety with adults as well as kids. And um, so it's it's really all about engaging with the person and building rapport and making them feel comfortable with you. Start a conversation. What's your favorite music? Let's put some of that music on. Let's let's do a little dancing, shake out, you know, shake out the anxiety. Um, a lot of kids, you know, they don't want to be cooperative. So they'll make silly faces. I'll say, okay, let's do a silly one. Okay. Let's do a real, a good one. Let's do a serious one. Then we'll do another silly one. Um, so it just, I think for kids, especially feeling like they have control or feeling like they are seen and you're not just telling them what to do and giving them directions. Um, is really important and adults too a lot of adults say oh i look terrible i'd take a terrible picture but i really need a headshot and i'm like don't worry i'll make you look good you know you will look great and they're always happy so and so i always love asking this question too when you were little what did you want to be when you grew up photographer oh it is a photographer always, always wanted to be a photographer and i never really i never really understood that it was a realistic thing. I know we had our family photographer, um, but I didn't. I didn't really get that that was a possibility because um, my dad's a lawyer and he wanted me to go to law school and take over his practice, which I said it's not going to happen. But you know, I felt like the expectations were still pretty clear. Like, be a professional, whether it's this or that or the other, um, and. I, but this is just always something like I dreamed about. Um, and a friend of mine back in 2005 um, sent me, she was a BU alum and she, I was in Baltimore at the time. I was in Boston and then I went, I'm from Baltimore, went back to Baltimore and she sent me a postcard she got from BU saying they were starting this um, digital arts program. I was like, oh my God, that's perfect. That's my excuse to get back to Boston. And so I was in the first part-time um, evening program and I learned all about digital because I didn't know anything about digital photography. Um, I learned about lighting and all the techniques because um, I always had a good eye, but I didn't really know all the technical stuff. Um, I just knew about you know capturing something unusual and spent a lot of time in the darkroom. Um, and I learned about the business end of it too. So um, that was when I realized this is something I can actually do as a professional. 
So that was like really exciting. And then my son was born and everything went on hold. <laughs> so that's why my hey, business is fairly new. <laughs> it took me a long time to get here, but that's okay. Because I'm, finally, you know, I'm finally, finally on the road. <laughs> well, it's so interesting too, because you never know what kind of photography you might have stumbled into otherwise. And it just feels like this is, you know, where you're supposed to be. <laughs> I completely agree. I do. What do you feel like is one of your biggest accomplishments to date? Um, I, well, I would say getting to where I am right now professionally, something I never thought I would do. I, I, I never, I never, I always wanted to have my own business, but I never thought it was something that could actually happen because I didn't think I was that kind of person. Um, Elaborate and, more on that, the kind of person. Pardon? A little more on the kind like, of Like, I thought, you know, I just, I didn't know how to, I, I couldn't picture myself running a business. I just always pictured myself working for someone else. Mm -hmm. And once my son was born, it, that wasn't an option. I couldn't do a nine to five. Um, and I, I have to, I had to have something that was on my own schedule because I never know what's going to go on with him, doctor's appointments, is he going to get sick, et cetera. And I know that's, any parent can say that, but, um, you know, with him, it's never ending. He's 15 and it's still just like it was, you know, those, those things pop up as often, you know, they still pop up. There's still considerations. So, um, I think it's an accomplishment that I've actually created a business and I'm doing well and, um, I'm happy with it. I mean, I think that in itself is really exciting for me. <laughs> Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And I just think it's so beautiful, like how many, you're, you are so right, how when, if somebody is difficult to photograph, um, and this is a similar yet different, but my dad is always a photographer in our family, and there's hardly any pictures of him. <laughs> so it is, and it is important, you do want to have those great pictures of, um, your family members, especially over the years. And I also feel like with um, children, it is cool to for little kids to see the pictures from when they were a yeah. baby and over the years and growing up and how much they've changed. And I think that that's really special um, for them to have. I, I agree. I agree. And one of the things I say is, you know, as moms, no matter what your kids are like, you're always holding the camera and there's not a lot of you know, I, I want moms to be able to get out from behind the camera. And same with the teachers um, when I go to schools. You know, let me take pick. I always, you know, pull, if there's a teacher that is especially has a, a special bond with one of the kids, I'll say, get in. Let's get some of the two of you together. And they're always so happy that I did that later. And they could be okay. like dressed in like, you know, a sloppy sweatshirt. I'm like, it doesn't matter. It's OK. This is life. This is this is the two of you together. And you know, I'll capture like the child just looking up with so much love at the teacher. And that that's just that's the best. And that makes the teacher so happy, too. So I want to get them out from behind the camera. So yeah. if somebody wanted to find some pictures of some of the work that you've done or book some time with you, how would they be able to go about doing that? Uh, I have a website, which is sunshinephotography.com. And it's spelled S-U-N-S-C-H-E-I-N photography because my last name is shine s-c-h-e-i-n um 
You can find me on Facebook and LinkedIn and Instagram and um, um, Pinterest. And um, I like to put ideas on Pinterest so people can see that there are ways that we can get great photos of their kids, you know, to get some ideas and see, you know, what's actually possible. Um, and if you Google special needs photography um, in the Boston area, I think you'll probably find me in there somewhere. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> you never yeah, know with these, um, these algorithms, but yeah. <laughs> changing every day. <laughs> and change. we'll be sure to include um, the links to all of those, including uh, Marcy's website on the show notes. So if you are looking, if you are listening, don't worry about having a, uh, and you're driving, don't worry about having to write that down. We will have that in there so you can grab those links. And you can also find all of that on thelocalventurespodcast.com. Um, and Marcy, what is one of your favorite, you're a local in the area, what's one of your favorite places to um, get dinner? I uh, love going to Glen Farmer Distillery in Franklin. Um, the food is really good and they they make all their own spirits. They even have a tasting room and um, you know the cocktails are really cool and they're delicious and they're all very unusual and the, um, it's just a really neat place. It's in an old mill and um, it's just a really cool place to go for dinner. Awesome. And how about a local spot that you enjoy? Uh, ice cream is my number one. Um, I'm always looking for great ice cream. Um, a couple favorites are Birdie's Creamery in um, Milford, and I think they have, I think they have another location as well. Um, and my other favorite one is Black Cow, which uh, there's one in Millis, and I know there's one in Natick or Framingham. Um, and if you want to go to Cumberland, Rhode Island, the ice cream machine is our top favorite. <laughs> And then how about another local professional that you recommend in the area? I have a friend, um, another Marcy, who is a incre an incredible videographer. Um, and she works with a lot of entrepreneurs, helping them um, to create video for their marketing. And um, her name is Marcy Giannatasio, and her business is Webo Media, W-E-B-O Media. And she's amazing. That's awesome. Have you ever collaborated together on a project? Uh, we have been planning for a while. It hasn't happened yet, but um, uh, it, it's in there. It's just, it takes takes me a while to be ready to be on video. Um, and she actually has some um, courses like that to help you get um, video ready and to help you be comfortable in front of the camera like that. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Well, well Thank you so much, Marcy. It has been such a pleasure. And I hope that everybody um, does reach out, especially if you have um, some photography that you'd like to get scheduled. Uh, I know, especially around back to school time, Marcy does tend to book up. So get in there sooner rather than later. I do have a freebie of tips and a checklist to uh, make sure you're ready for your family's photo shoot. Fantastic. So definitely make sure you grab that. Um, but thank you so much for joining us today on the Local Ventures podcast. Please don't forget to like and share this podcast with other members of our community and support all of our amazing small businesses. If you have a great experience with a business that services the towns of Medfield, Dover, Westwood, and Walpole, please go to localventurespodcast.com and nominate a business or register your own to be featured. We also have all of our contact information for Sunshine Photography and our previous guests. 
Please make sure to follow us on Instagram at Local Ventures Podcast to find out who our next guest will be and for some inspiring quotes. As always, shop and hire your local businesses first.